Stories are the moments we can't take back. My name is Osadumebi, and every week I will tell you a short story written by a Nigerian writer or author. That's the long and short of it. So without much ado, this week's story is by Florence Amade, and it's titled Call Me After You Read This. I'm not sure when it started, but I got into the habit of listening to ear-splitting music while I was in bed, fooling my brain into creating fake scenarios. That day, I was trying to drown out the cries from my sister who had just realized that I'd drunk the yogurt she thought was well hidden in the fridge. With my back to the bed, I imagined a gem-blue lake glistening with stardust. Like a graceful dancer, the lake flowed over the gleaming rocks. I heard the music fill my room instead of the sound of water lapping against the trees. My brain was not doing enough with its magic. I needed a different kind of excitement. I opened my eyes, picked up my phone, and signed up to an online dating app, Tinder. I needed to see for myself what made the streets of Tinder so wild. I saw. Without realizing it, I took my first step towards you. But a prequel precedes. My first Tinder relationship felt like a much-anticipated movie with a terrible plot. I wanted to feel butterflies. I wanted to speak to someone and feel like I was lying on the clouds. Unfortunately, we wanted to help each other without first discovering ourselves. Well, yeah, no butterflies there. Only heartbreak and a lot of tissues. I mostly swiped right on anyone who seemed to have half a brain. After clawing my way through a bunch of guys who wanted to know what kind of clothing I slept in, my daily rate, and my bra size, I found you. You had three odd pictures on your profile, but it was your quirky smile that drew me in. I was intrigued. We spoke every day about school about the government, and about anything we could think of. The ethereal tone of your voice soothed my soul like an elixir. I would lie in bed, texting and laughing. My sisters were always singing about how bad things could get. I didn't care because this was the different kind of excitement I was looking for. Finally, after many late nights of texting, we met. You claimed you didn't want to be so direct and invite me to your home, a stereotypical predatory male move. I was relieved. I was concerned I would find myself in a psychopath's hideout. I didn't take a lot of time to pick my outfit because we were meeting a few blocks away and I didn't want to appear to be trying too hard. I decided on blue jeans and a hoodie. I stared at your sickle-shaped eyebrows as you walked towards me. You appeared a little sloppy. 
I immediately fell in love with your dark curly hair. When you smiled at me, I averted my gaze. I am constantly at odds with the chemicals which prevent me from looking into the eyes of someone I care about. All my reservations vanished when I saw you, and all I could think about were baby names. When we said our goodbyes, I risked a glance over my shoulder and met your gaze. I thought about your enthralling brown eyes the rest of the day. We walked around the block every week until I finally decided to visit. Everything was perfect. I had never felt more at ease with someone. The day the storm began was when you invited me over. You had made melon soup and asked me to try it. We sat on the couch and I told you about my stressful day, all of my confusion and how I felt like no part of my life was in order. You were attentive, encouraging and complimentary of my intellect. I was relieved to have someone listen to my never-ending musings. I was afraid you would flee before I talked you to death, but you always just sat there and listened. Will you be my girlfriend? I was quiet for a while. When I spoke, I told you I was not searching for a relationship. I just needed a friend, but we were clearly past that. I can't. I'm so sorry. Misery was written all over your face. With no further explanation, we sat in silence. I was confused as to why I refused. I wanted you, but not in that way. Maybe I was selfish, or maybe I was delusional, thinking the feelings would never build up. I wanted to enjoy the benefits of having someone without committing. You didn't text me like you usually would when I got home. There were no phone calls. I was disheartened. I knew I had hurt you and messed everything up. I tried to reach out, but still nothing. I deleted my Tinder profile. I threw my hands up in the air and caught something beautiful. Something that made my lonely life a little more bearable. Something that sorted through my jumbled thoughts and gave them meaning. I let something invaluable go, but I will wait for you. I will wait to see your electrifying smile and taste those sugar-ridden pancakes of yours. Call me after you read this. Please. Florence Amadi, a talented writer from Nigeria, captivates readers with her remarkable storytelling. With an impressive repertoire spanning across multiple genres such as romance, paranormal, mystery, and thriller, she has established herself as a prolific writer. You can read more of her work on Medium at Florence Amade. 
and connect with her on Instagram at life underscore of underscore xenon. Details and links will be in the episode description. If you've got a story you would like to be featured on this podcast, or a published book you want to make into an audiobook, send an email to info at osadumebi.com or send me a message at osadumebi on either Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or Twitter. I look forward to collaborating with you. And if you've enjoyed this week's episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend that stories are a good escape for a few minutes each week.